Greetings, Starseeds, and welcome to A Cosmic Journey. The podcast where we talk about everything in the universe from the physical to the metaphysical. I'm Demi Wild. And I'm Jay Maceo. Today, this week, we've got uh, weird news stories. We play Mary Fuck Kill with our co-star horoscopes. We have Jay's cosmic insights on manifesting. And we uh, dive headfirst into the black hole of Terra with our guest, Jada, from Miracle Drip World. Right. Um, she'll be joining us later on in the show, but first, how has this week been for you? It has been very, very interesting. Uh, wow. I, where do I start with this week? It's been great. There have been some ups, there have been some downs, but I think that we'll get into this later with the manifesting tips, but I've used some of those to turn my downs into ups, awesome. so it's been really good. I have to uh, say this. Uh, and I texted you this yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was in a you know kind of crazy headspace, and I decided to do my running meditation, my jogging meditation. Uh, first time I ever jogged seven miles, and first time I ever did twenty miles in a day. Woo! Yes, that's a big one. So the craziness in my head turned into something good. Don't have to stay there. What yeah. about what about you? How was your week? Uh, my week has been really busy. I had a lot of appointments and things that I had to keep uh, keep going, so I did a lot of that, but then I rewarded myself. At the very end of the week, I went to the beach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had my first beach day all summer. Um, I spent out just by myself, brought a couple like 805s with me, <laughs> which I don't drink very often, but I had a few leftovers, so I just like brought those out with me. Right. Um, you would, If you had said four loco, you would have reminded me of better days. Oh, God. <laughs> The days that I had for Locos, I was like 17 years old. Mm-hmm. We had stolen these from the store, went to a house party, and ended up vomiting fucking green vomit outside my, my friend's outside my friend's mom's car that picked us up. Did you have green apple? I probably. <laughs> I, you know, back in, I, I haven't drank in a couple of years, but back when I was drinking Four loco, I wanted to have the, the green apple, and I never really got the chance, or I never saw the green apple until I went to Arizona. And of course, there there's they're 14% alcohol. So you know what's funny? Um, you know they took the caffeine out of them, right? Yeah, I think they did that before I started drinking them. Like they, yeah, because like, they did that back in like like 2009, 2010. Okay, yeah. But yeah. they did it specifically from uh, this 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 school because some of the kids out in like Eastern Washington were were drinking these things or in Washington mm-hmm. were drinking these things. And that and there were like a house party going on over there. I only know this because my ex was one of the. It was like the school that he went to. Wow. Okay. And um and he <laughs> he went to the house party that got the four loco banned from the from the caffeine because a kid uh, ended up having like a seizure or something from him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Fun facts, right? <laughs> I don't know why that made me want a four loco, but I, I will resist the urge. <laughs> Let's get four locos after this. Yes. Oh, you can have four locos. I can watch you drink them and watch me vomit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always, I'll hold your hair back. Perfect. Um, well, let's get into some news today. stories that we picked out for you. You want to start? Uh, yeah. So uh, there is, you know, the Earth here is what seventy percent, seventy eight percent water or something. Eighty uh, percent, mm-hmm. something like that. Something like that. Yeah, this, we're, we're we're somewhere in the percentages. Water vicinity, but uh, there is a dwarf planet, uh, Cirrus, 
It's an ocean world with salt water underneath the surface. So NASA finds this, uh, just found this out on a, a mission. So it's uh, another place that has, you know, you know, salt water just like the Earth. So it's a dwarf planet, but it's also the largest uh, known object in the asteroid bar, uh, belt between Mars and Jupiter. Yeah, and uh, we know it may be a, an ocean world with intriguing geological activity taking place on its surface or just below the surface. So uh, while the global ocean is beneath the planet is like probably frozen over, uh, <laughs> sound effects, <Oops. laughs> yes, uh, it, you know, you never know. They're, they're thinking that they're, a crater might have impacted it and changed the uh, the presence there but the salts uh preserve the liquid as uh, just because of the cold temperatures so that's interesting so Sirius is actually a dwarf planet i thought it was a moon do you know what it probably was classified as one before At some point yeah and just like pluto used to be a planet when i back when i was a kid uh there were nine planets in the solar system and now pluto has been demoted so right. Yeah, well, Sirius in astrology is actually interesting because it's part of a four-pronged uh, female run. I believe they're kind of like a, the four maidens of Zeus, something like that. Oh, wow. Um, Vesta, Ceres, uh, Pallas, and uh, there's another one that I'm totally blanking on right now. But there's like a four maidens. They're all ruled by, by Virgo. Um, Ceres is the planet that I don't quite know all that much. Um uh, she has to do with like philosophy and um, and like uh, purification, I believe. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was reading about her uh, a little bit ago. I could be wrong about that, but because I'm just learning about it. But yeah, that's interesting. Wow. Well, there's been a lot of missions. I mean, between 2011 and 2018, NASA they had a Dawn mission. And uh, this was like a 4.3 billion mile journey, which I, I can't even count that high. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they went to just find the largest objects in the solar system or in the asteroid belt. And they said that a series is about 592 miles long. So it's 14 times smaller than Pluto. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, so that's, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so this is an interesting thing. Did you know that Wall Street investors are consulting tarot cards and, and astrologers in their investment choices? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> is this a thing since the uh, uh, since the uh, pandemic? I I think so. Like I, it's it's generally clear that like you know the the it, it's a very un nobody knows what's happening right now so right. in any way in any sort of insight into that it's going to be beneficial with what people are kind of believing nowadays so according to fox business predicting stock market movement can be pretty unclear especially during the coronavirus pandemic so investors on wall street are channeling the future to help with uh, help from the professionals energy consultant heijun jian told fox business uh monday that strong energetic messages interpreted through intuition and tarot card reading can offer her clients insight on their investments it just boils down to intuition she said mm -hmm. and i believe everybody has it it's a gut instinct gut feeling tarot is just one of the tools that i use but i believe that some of the business people that come to me are pretty self-selected because they're interested in discovering their blind spots because they're ready and advancing to it there was also another article that i had read on wall street journal you can't read all of Wall Street Journal because I don't pay for it, but uh, <laughs> I believe it might have been the same the same girl, but but um, 
they were also talking about using astrology and 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 predicting stock market change. change. That is that makes sense. I mean, in you know, police do they still use psychics? I think some of them do. Wow. Like depending on how woo woo they they believe in in some of the stuff. But yeah, that's awesome. It could be beneficial. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see, but you know, now I've wanted. Uh, we're gonna do some tarot later, aren't we? We are, yeah, with Jada. We should ask about some stock tips. I think that yeah. that's what we should do. <laughs> do you have any stock tips for us? I think that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> right. Where was that on, on Fox Business News? Uh, that, that was from Fox Business. Yeah. Well, speaking of foxes, what did the fox say? <laughs> Good segue. I tried. I do my best. So. There was a, uh, a shoe thief uh, out in Berlin, because uh, weird stuff happens in Germany, Deutschland, weird stuff happens there. So there were people getting their shoes stolen, and they, they had the police investigating this, and people in the neighborhood. Was it the weird guy down the street? No. Was it someone in their own house? No. It was a fox. <laughs> and I'm not talking about a hot person, I'm talking about a legit dog fox. So this fox ended up stealing shoes, not only from one person, but up to a hundred pairs of shoes. Uh, this what uh, a little rascal. <laughs> yeah, this uh, one guy, a Christian mayor, he's a resident of uh, Berlin, uh, this little neighborhood in Berlin. He noticed his expensive running shoes disappeared from his porch. I want to stop right there. Well, you're asking for a fox to steal your shoes up there on the porch, but <laughs> that's a different episode. True. It's like, yeah, that's outside. But so he wanted to find out. He decided to investigate what happened, and he learned that he wasn't the only victim. This happened to a bunch of people. They caught the victim red-handed or red-pawed. It was a fox, and this fox had two blue flip-flops in his mouth. According to oh, the news, yeah, he spotted him again uh, and went into a thicket, uh, and he crawled uh, closer. <laughs> thicket. <laughs> I love the word thicket. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> thicket. We like it thick on this show. Yes. And uh, in the thicket, he discovered more than one hundred pair of shoes. Holy crap! <gasps> That's him. Oh my that, god! Yes, I wish you guys could see it. You'll be able to see this, you know, podcast as it expands. But right now, we'll have to explain to you how cute the <laughs> fox is. He's so little, and how all these shoes, uh, you know, were taken. That is so many. We can post on Instagram. Holy crap! Yeah, I mean, these uh, this uh, the shoe pile contained. I mean, different types like sneakers, clogs, sandals, slippers. All sorts of colors, shapes, sizes. This fox, I don't know whether he was trying to start a, uh, a, a crazy store or something. But uh, for some reason, this fox had a particular thing for Crocs. A fox it and his Crocs. that way. Yes. A fox and his Crocs. Yes. I don't know whether more Crocs were outside, but that's what happened. But uh, it stole, you know, in Australia, this happened also. So this isn't just an isolated event. In Australia, a fox stole uh, some boots over the course of the week. Uh, in Japan, that oh happened also. There's a, a fox, a pair of foxes stole more than 40 pairs of sandals in 2008 uh, before they were apprehended by police officers in a stakeout. Oh, you, my God. You can't make this stuff up. And uh, even more crazy than that, uh, there was another fox in 2013 in London uh, that uh, or another fox in Germany rather that stole somewhere between 110 and 120 pair of shoes in one night. What? 
Busy, busy fox, the opposite of Santa fox. Well, foxes are definitely living up to their uh, mischievous nature. That's sly fox. <laughs> Keep your shoes off your porch, guys. Yes, that's the moral of the story. Um, we have one last article for us. And um, so scientists are probing the weird alien water inside of Uranus. They are. Mm. <laughs> I'm ready. And Neptune, I should I should add in there. I'm getting Neptune. But, um, you know, getting your Uranus probe, that definitely sounds fun. <laughs> um, so researchers are investigating an alien version of water inside the strange icy interiors of Uranus and Neptune. In a new study, scientists have devised the theoretical computer model and used it to peer inside the ice giants Uranus and Neptune. With this tool, pause, pause. <laughs> the team studied the thermal and electrical conductivity of the unusual water inside of these planets. In stimulating these physical processes in the teeny tiny atomic scale, the researchers hope that this new model will reveal information about the icy body's internal structure, magnetic fields, and how they evolved and exactly how old they are. Um, it did also say that the two planets are likely primarily composed of water in some form, and Uranus might even have a frozen core. Ooh! Yeah. I mean, you know who else has a frozen core? Who? Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he's got an icy heart. He's, he's essentially the Grinch. His, his heart is two, three sizes too small. What was the tiny hands thing? Yeah. Uh, have you seen his hands? I have not seen his hands. His hands are minuscule, and he has... I have, I have the biggest hands I've ever had. <laughs> the ever president's ever, ever had. <laughs> I can't say anything, because I notice uh, my hands are like... I, I can't even slap anybody. Like You have normal-sized hands. I do? Okay. Your hands are actually larger than his, I'm sure. Oh, okay. I'm positive. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have hand envy, because I... I, I dated someone recently who had just huge hands and I was like I want hands like that yeah but on your body mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> yeah I'm like one foot two so you're like, like you're like five foot six yeah I'm five seven five six and a are half you five, are you five seven my license says five seven we'll go with that <laughs> <laughs> State of California wouldn't lie. You're you're a short person. If you had giant hands, you'd look like Mickey Mouse. I pr- I would You're like pizzazz. <laughs> I was doing jazz hands for those of you who can't see. Um, I think we're about to take a little bit of a break here. Um, we'll be right back. We've got a little bit more of show for you. We've got uh, some manifestation tips. We've got some Mary Fuck Kill with our horoscopes, and later on we will be joined by our first guest. Woohoo! We'll be right back. Be right back. Back to a cosmic journey. I'm Demi Wild, and I'm Jay Maceo. I thought you were gonna say Gassy McGee. <laughs> Sometimes um, we're gonna get started with uh, right tight or not quite with co-star. Um, if you can like to play along, this is basically Mary Fuck Kill with your horoscope. Just download CoStar. You can play with us at home. Um, this is the last week that I'm going to do it for a little while, so have fun mm. with it. Uh, next week, we're going to be starting a new segment where I basically teach you guys and also learn a little something about myself uh, or learn a little something myself about astrology. 
Woohoo! So, um, I'll get started here. Uh, so my splash page says, mushy boundaries create codependency. Um, it says, do you feel courteous? Today is everyone else's a killjoy. Uh, trust your capacity to speak your mind. Underneath it all, you are strengthening your capacity for equanimity. Improvisation is how things happen. Do checkers, ponds, bucket hats, don't, frolicking the desert, cup of oat milk. So I shouldn't go frolicking in the desert with my cup of oat milk. Okay. <laughs> but I should do checkers at the pond wearing a bucket hat. Well, you did go to the beach. I did. <laughs> I was not wearing a bucket hat, though. I should have brought my checkers, though. We'll get you Um, What should I do today? So I've got power in most things, which is a good change for um, uh, what I've been <laughs> having. Um, I do have one trouble with sex and love. so I That's where my power is. Well, we'll, we'll no. get to that later. Um, I'm going to do pressure in spirituality. Just Ooh. for fun. Okay. Um, it says, open to questions. You escape the material world through inviting chaos into your life. I've got this before. Uh, don't agonize if this is all you want to do right now. It may help you to counteract the feeling that other people are pushing on you. Uh, it can be hard to tell the difference between good and beautiful. I'm going to say this is a little bit of a not quite for me. Um, well, No. I'm going to say this is like a mostly tight because um, I've, A, we've already established that I do <laughs> escape the material world by inviting chaos into my life. Yes, I have. We have talked about this before. Um, it's not all I want to do right now, though. I've actually felt a little bit more kind of like at peace with myself lately, which is a lot change of, of pace for me usually. I'm usually like very energetic and on edge. Um, but... Uh, it may help you counteract the feeling that other people are pushing on you. I don't feel like I have anything, anybody pushing on me at the moment. So I'm going to say this is a little bit of a tight, mostly a not quite for me. Um, it can be hard to tell the difference between good and beautiful. Not to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell the difference between good and beautiful. Um, yeah. What's yours? Mine, okay. Uh, today is tough, they say. You can't seem to access your diplomacy. Ooh, that's a right for part of last night. Uh, there's a difference between composure and fakeness. You'll need all the support you can get in the coming months, so don't avoid conflict. This month you are ready to ask for forgiveness. This is a commendable move for someone who can dig so far down into their consciousness that they get lost. You now have the ability to reach further and grow. Define your goals and priorities. Uh, that part, I'm trying to, what do I need to ask for forgiveness for? Maybe we need to go to the end of the month, so I'm going to say that that is tight right now. And let's see what's my main challenge right now. Your main challenge right now is to allow your ambition to fuel your success. Most people are stuck in bad behavior patterns. The least you can do is get to know yours. Wow. I'm going to say that is a right because we're going to talk about that later on in the show. So I'm going to say that last yeah. part is right. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to do routine. Oh, wait. Did I do a... Uh, I think you did the general. I did the general, so I should do a... Yeah. Uh, pick one for me. This is your... Do, your, so, do social life. Social life. Uh, my pressure now is in social life. Wow. I'm going to, without looking at it, I'm going to say that that, that might be a right. <laughs> uh, just... 
you're always finding new ways to think about human dynamics, but right now it may be difficult for you to honor your deep interest in evolution. Cause trouble and make a mess so you can practice putting things back in order. Take down, rebuild every day for the rest of your life. Um, that's just a suggestion. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna say it's a tight suggestion, but uh, I don't want I don't want I don't want to uh, <laughs> tear things down. I like things. I'm starting to finally get some sense of normalcy. And oh, this is a pattern that's healthy and works. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm at the point now where I don't need the drama. I think we're all there. Are. Yeah. Well, you know, I I don't think I'll say this. Uh, a month ago, I wasn't there. Yeah. A month ago, I think I needed. I didn't know how to not be dramatic. Right. And I think, so I'm at a point now where just making a mess so I can put it back together, I'd rather not make a mess and then learn to put it back together when a mess appears, but I don't have to go making one. Right. I like to just invite messes into my life. <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't, that's why we're friends. I don't make the mess. I just bring messes to me, and I can fix them <laughs> and clean them up. This is actually true. This is actually very true. Um, but we're we're learning healthier coping mechanisms. All right. Um, all right. I have pr- I have power in routine today. Okay. Um, success in your work. People with uh, Saturn and Sagittarius have a reputation for being tactless. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> a closer look reveals that you place high value on being straightforward. Yes. Now is a good time to take the first step towards your next goal. Hunter gatherers do not accumulate surplus. They get all the food they need, then they stop. They exhibit an unyielding confidence that their environment will provide for their needs. Alright. Um, I'm going to say this is very right, for the most part. Um, they get all the food they need, then they stop. They exhibit an unyielding confidence that their environment will provide for their needs. Yeah, you know what? That's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, I, I, I feel like that... I'm okay with everything that I have. I'm not trying to, like, you know, push anything on anything. Like, I I feel like, A, like, with this show and then other project that I'm working on at home, I I feel like I'm doing a good thing as it is. So the next step will just kind of come to me. I don't have to go looking for it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I did want to just read this really fast because it was part of the other thing. Uh, when you actually go onto like the sections, you can actually see specific aspects of that are happening. So this is actually like a Mercury trine Jupiter or Saturn, and um, so it says communications facilitating responsibility. You've been analyzing your career and ambitions. You will notice frictionless moment in your natural sense of self control. Bluntness and boredom come from an impulsive honesty. When you make room to speak about what exists, you no longer have to spend time wondering about everything left unsaid. This acceleration will see its beginnings in resources as they're related to your career or social life. A surprising event will quickly change the income and sense of achievement you get from work. Ooh. The situation will move incredibly quickly. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. I like reading more about, like, the aspects about it. So I think for the next kind of uh, section, the next iteration, we might actually do this for, like, Patreon only. Ooh. So if we want to do, like, you know, special, like, co-star stuff for Patreon only, that'd be kind of cool. Ooh. Patreon only. But, uh, yeah, we'll be doing a little bit something different. I'll be doing something a little bit different next week. Different. What's your next one? Uh, so we did one for my pressure. Should we do, uh, power or trouble? Do power. Power. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, my power is in sex and love. Yes, go. Not quite. Um, so, let's see. Uh, magnetism. It's another M word. Uh, your Mars, because Mars magnetism. Your Mars in Leo is the source of your charisma. Your faith and loyalty to those you love gives you the power to be the best version of yourself in a relationship. You are ready to be touched. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, Mars. Oh. Show lame has been forever. Touch me. Touch me. I feel like a floozy. Um, well, I don't even know where to start with that. And I, I say that sometimes, but I believe I am lo- uh, loyal to those that I, I love. I am trying to be the best version of myself. Uh, I am de- Am I ready to be touched? Who knows? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Where did I put that? I'm gonna say, uh, you know, I'm gonna touch touch me. I wanna wanna feel dirty. dirty. (laughs) I'm gonna say that's, or I'm gonna bless the universe what it's giving to me, and I'm just gonna say right there. I don't know what that was. We heard a big thump. It might be raining golf balls or something. Or birds. Or birds. Um, so that's a right for you? That, yeah, I'll say it's a right. What's that transit say? I'm just curious. So transit, uh, communications transforming energy. You've been analyzing your romantic or creative life. Shut up. Don't read me for filth. This part of yourself will transform into something else. You will have to deal with the way you've been thinking and communicating. Okay, that's right. Uh, your natural drive for action. Ooh. Try not to be too self-righteous. Ooh, that's right. Okay. Uh, candor and clarity requires such dealing, uh, such a great deal of cor- courage, but nothing can be achieved without them. This transformative situation will see its beginnings in your family or home life as it connects with the ways you find joy. These challenges might be rela- changes might be related to a lover, your home studio, or seeing your family. So I guess it's going to be my home studio. Um, (laughs) This situation will reshape who you are, alter how you think about the world, modify your day-to-day existence. Regard the trivial experience of getting there as much as arriving. I'm going to stop right there. On my jogs, one thing I say to myself, especially as I get tired, I remind myself that I enjoy it. And I say, I'm enjoying this journey, this journey of the jog and this journey in life. And I'm reminding myself that I chose this journey of both. So that one, I'm going to say, is a right, 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 right. It don't get no writer. Appreciate uh, doing it for its own sake. Appreciate the journey. And uh, last part, as a result of the situation, your personality will change and be replaced with something new. I like this because the, you know, the folks that I listen to and that I respect always say to change your uh, personal reality, you have to change your personality. Yeah. So that's a right. I always find it really interesting when, uh, especially when I had my reading from Angel Idealism, uh, when she got to the transits, and the transits were like where all the meat was. And the transits is, are essentially like what's happening right now in the wow. sky, and as it relates to you as a person. And so this one is obviously like uh, Mars and Mercury involved. Well, this is, you know, one thing it says, I didn't read also, that uh, it's kind of, it says Mercury is currently where Mars was when you were born. Mm -hmm. That angle or conjunction brings complexity and transformation. Mercury stands for thinking and communication. Mars represents action. 
Mm-hmm. So where I was a, uh, a conjunction is like the highest form of power between the two. Oh, because they're the closest together. Wow. So now maybe my uh, thought life meets my action, and I would say that's definitely a right right now because yep. I'm gone, gone from thinking about things to to changing them. Yep. Yeah. We will be getting more into aspects and transits uh, with my next uh, section here, um, or with my next section, incarnation. Um, so right now I have uh, trouble with sex and love, mm. which who doesn't? <laughs> That's where my power is, so I can help you with that. <laughs> Give you some pointers. Um, alienated. Uh, philosophical thinking can be a useful tool for gaining perspective in overwhelming moments. You are attracted to people who value their trust in the unknown. If you can figure out how to, allow yourself to feel deeply. Um... Mostly right, I would say a little bit. Yeah, mostly right there. Um, in this transit, it says uh, communications enhancing romance. You've been analyzing your career and ambitions. You will have a bit of luck relating to your romantic or creative life. This happy coincidence will see its beginnings in the new ideas you've been craving, along with circumstances surrounding your career or social life. This luck might relate to finding not just a new passion, but a new skill. Uh, this will not be a stressful situation. And Mercury is semi-sextile to my Venus. I'm your Venus. I'm your fire, your desire. Mercury is currently one house 30 degrees away from where Venus was when you were first born. That angle, semi-sextile, is understood as positive, bringing forth good timing. Uh, Mercury stands for thinking and communication. Venus represents pleasure. Ooh. So something about the way I communicate will enhance my romantic life. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Okay. I was. I would say mostly right, and I hope so. <laughs> Gone, you. What's your last one? Uh, my last one is uh, trouble in self. Trouble, trouble. <laughs> uh, people with their moon up in Capricorn have a reputation for being too conservative. Really? Uh, but you were a preacher. <laughs> I was a preacher. We, we were just talking about that. Well, I, w- I was a preacher for quite a while. I know. It's hard to believe now. Uh, but really, you are committed to achieving your goals, even if it means prolonging pleasure. Right, 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 right. During this time, it may be hard for you to keep yourself from spiraling when you don't get what you want. Oh. That, that is... Been there. Huh? Been there. Been there. I was there yesterday, and I kept myself from spiraling. I just... There's something that I would have sent me on a month-long spiral. And I just jogged it out, and it's so so. It's funny that this, this is get this is hitting me in, in that spot uh, when you don't get what you want. Focus on knowing yourself and what you lack. Um, uh, I'm I'm a little I want well okay. Measure yourself against the truth, not the other way around. I'm gonna just say right. I'm gonna say amen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, is there more? Oh yeah. Oh wait, there's more transits. It's a, I don't know what that accent is. They're all different right here, but the first one's usually like the most uh, current. Okay, so uh, mood, challenging, emotional stability. You're feeling particularly emotional, sentimental, and nostalgic right now. Uh, your desires may mislead you. I, I would say between right and, uh, and, and tight because I've had those challenges, but I do have the tools right now totally. to... Uh, to uh, you know, to, to, to deal with that. It says the moon is currently opposite from where it was when you were born. That angle, opposition, is complex. 
com- a sim- symbolizing a choice you have to make. The moon stands for your emotional world. Well, I'm in a different position. I'm seeing a different side of myself. That's my maybe my Gemini-ness. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, right. Just to, you're, you're right. Your co-star has like been all up in my living room. <laughs> All right. Well, that has been right, tight, or not quite with CoStar. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, but uh, thank you again for everything that you've given us to us, CoStar. And also, screw you for reading us for filth. Filth. And welcome back, you all. This is Jay, and this is these are my cosmic insights. They're mine. They're yours. Uh, Jay's cosmic insights. You know, one thing. You know, Demi and I were talking about what can we do. You know, and I want to make this uh, helpful. And I think one of the best ways to make something helpful is to share something that's been helpful for me in my own life. Definitely. And one of the things is that I used to feel like life wasn't fair, uh, and. I have started to manifest a better life. And I want to talk about just four steps. Uh, there, there are many more, but I just want to talk about four steps to manifesting a better life. So the first one I would say in manifesting a better life is recognizing the negative, recognizing my negative patterns. Mm-hmm. Because there are certain things that in my life are negative ways of thinking negative information that I take in, negative things that I feed myself. Negative habits. Negative habits, exactly. Because what happens is I, you know, the way I think, I think a thought, that thought becomes, goes into my body and becomes a feeling. I feel that for a while that becomes my disposition. I feel that for even longer that becomes my personality and I feel it all my life and that becomes my destiny. Mm. And some of our horrible destinies can start from a horrible thought that turns into a horrible emotion that we keep with us. So one thing I've had to learn is bad thoughts, bad habits, bad these things, is to recognize them. Not beat myself up over them, but recognize what they are. I had, you know, around love, I had some just, you know, craziness as far as what I'm worthy of or what I'm not worthy of. Mm -hmm. And part of me being healthy uh, in love is me realizing what some of those negatives are. I uh, we were I think we were talking about this before around money. I had some just horrible habits where I felt like I got some money, and for some reason I had to spend it all. I got to yeah. spend this money because I have it, and it's like that's a bad habit. Not liking money, and sometimes the the negative that I need to recognize is the type of folks, the type of energy that I surround myself with. Right. I need to recognize, you know, certain, you know, I love doing this show and I love this energy. There are certain points in my life when I realize certain friendships, certain uh, places, certain things that I hear, certain things that I watch. I'm not going to say good or bad on any moral, you know, compass, but as far as what I want to be in my life, they don't serve me anymore. Right. So the first thing I would say is to recognize negative programming. I'll throw in just a little thing here. Um, recognize like I I obviously I've struggled with smoking cigarettes my my whole life I started smoking when I was like 15 years old mm. um, I there I know at, at, at the point where I realized that I like I want to quit is like I had realized I had reached that threshold 
Mm-hmm. And when I decided to stop smoking, I still struggle with it at times, um, but I don't beat myself up over it. Yeah. But I still know that, like, okay, well, this is the thing that, you know, I, I said I don't want to do and I don't want to do, but I'm doing it anyways because it feels good at the time. However, I can always pull it back. Yeah. And I can always just, like, reel myself back in. Yeah. 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 Well, you, you went right into the next one because it's a lot of people do that, number one. That we recognize these are bad behaviors, these are bad thoughts, I don't want these, they're bad, bad, bad. But we frame them or get rid of them, try to get rid of them the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And what we try to do is, oh, that's bad, I gotta stop this, I gotta stop this, I gotta stop this. But when I try to stop something, what am I focusing on? The thing that I want to stop. Yep. So the the universe, my subconscious mind, all that, when I say I need to stop smoking, focuses on smoking. When I say I need to not think about pink elephants... All I can think about is pink elephant. So how do I go from that thing that I've recognized and transform my life when this thing I recognize is harmful in my life? Well, I, I recognize the negative programming, but then I learn how to replace it with the positive. Mm-hmm. I replace it with what I want. So in my life, I realized that there were certain things that I felt like I was unlovable. I felt like I made bad decisions in relationships. And some of the programming I feed myself with is Everybody that I've run into in my life, every relationship has been good for me. I reprogram how I think about my past because it's weird that manifesting in this way almost gives you a time machine. Sure. Because my life, I could tell you how bad at certain points, I could tell you how bad it was and things weren't fair. And now the way I frame it is my past is so beautiful and so awesome and so, so great. varied, yeah. Yeah, and that it's made me into the person I am now. And I look at the gifts and the beautiful things. I need to replace some of my complaining with gratitude. Mm-hmm. Gratitude is one of those things, you know, that what it does is when I'm grateful, it puts me in the position to connect to the universe in such a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And gratitude is one of the, it's hard for me to be uh, jealous mean, you know, all these things have all these aspects of self which trip which trip me up while I'm being grateful. You know? Yeah. And we'll we're we're, we're gonna do a gratitude list a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to start thinking about that. But uh when it comes to smoking for this, like the replace aspect, what what I've done specifically is I have weaned myself I what has worked for me is I've weaned myself off of cigarettes with vape replacement. I know it's not great but uh it is it doesn't do the the smell Mm -hmm. and it doesn't like destroy my clothes um uh it doesn't you know it 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 still is like that kind of like you know it's the act of that i always like felt that Mm -hmm. i i needed to do um because i it was very like a habitual thing for me it was very like you know when i'm driving when i'm uh on a break at work Mm -hmm. or when i'm uh you know, having coffee or something. Yes. It's yes. always like with the, th- with the three things. Mm-hmm. I hardly ever did it when I was at home. Oh, okay. Hardly ever smoked cigarettes when I was at home. If I was like on the phone, that was like one of the, another, another, like <laughs> habit that I would, you know, always had a cigarette when you're talking on the phone. Mm. But, um, the replacement of like having, you know, the physical act of like actually smoking with, with this little guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but without, 
as much of the negative uh, aspects of it, it's still kind of like, you know, not great, but you're working your way towards that. And that's like the positive aspect of it. Yeah. And I'll say this too, when I say replace, maybe I hope I'm clear about this, is I replace my subconscious programming. We talked last week a little bit about uh, what uh, meditation is, or a great form of meditation is taking what I want into my subconscious mind right. and practicing it so much with uh, you know with reciting it or practicing so much on a conscious level that it becomes uh, subconscious. So what I do is I recognize uh, this, but I replace in my brain. I fill my brain with so much that I want to be part of my life. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, all around here, I you know I have little post-its around my house. Yep. I accept and expect miracles. I am great with money. I'll tell you this one thing. Uh, it's funny, and this is how I'm cleaning my credit up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, because one thing I started saying to myself recently is I pay my bills and my debts quickly and without regret. I didn't mean to rhyme there, but whatever. But and I said that, and what happened is this is what happened when I when I replaced my negative with oh no I'm not doing this with I replaced now I said that mm-hmm. before I started doing that before I started paying back my debts, but I had said that so much that what happened is me balking on paying a bill did not was incongruent with the person I told myself I was. So right. I started becoming, you know, a little bit better. I replaced my old behavior with new behavior. That brings me to the next one, which is uh, make it real. We recognize, you know, uh, the negative programming. We replace it with some good programming, you know, whether that's what I watch, what I listen to, the people I'm around. But the next thing is I make it real. And there's a guy named Neville Goddard who said this. I love Neville Goddard. Yes. Okay, good. good. He And he talks about... Uh, the thought and the emotion and he says that he says to when you're manifesting assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled mm-hmm. that is that how would I feel don't just think about oh I want to think about this thing this you know when people talk about the secret manifesting it's not just having a wish but I combine that what I the clear picture of what I want in my in my mind with the feeling with the feeling how would I feel if I were paying all my bills how would I feel if I got this thing in my life how would I feel if I had this relationship and what happens is that I combine that picture so I see the picture I have the feeling and the subconscious mind does not know the difference between fact and fiction all it knows is that feeling that's why they say the body is a subconscious uh, mind because I feel something in, in, in my body and all of a sudden, bam, you know, I, I uh, <laughs> bam, who was that uh, guy who said bam all the time? Uh, Emerald Lagasse. Emerald, yes, yes. <laughs> but what happens, I, I feel something and my, my subconscious mind just knows that feeling and it connects the feeling with that picture. So when I make it real, that's awesome. And you know, another part of making it real is speaking in the present. You know, we talked about uh, saying, you know, that just the same thing about trying to say, oh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. Certain times, one thing I, I say to myself, what I am. That, that, And some of these things I'm not yet, but I speak in the present tense because the subconscious mind is in a state of perpetual isness, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It's just present. It doesn't understand what I used to be, what I'm not. And when I say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be this, all of a sudden... I focus on the fact that I'm not there yet. Yeah. 
And what I do to make this real is I keep it in the present. I do I am statements. Now, one thing that a Wayne Dyer used to always say is uh, the two of the most powerful words in the world are I am. Mm-hmm. Keeping in the present, making it real by keeping in the present, what do I attach to my I am? Mm-hmm. I've started to, you know, catch myself when I'm when I say, "Oh, I'm tired. I'm lazy. I'm old. I'm this." But whatever I attach, I am to, I become. Mm-hmm. So that that's a, a thing that I'm, I'm working with. Uh, that's something that I do too when I'm uh, doing my meditations and I'm, I'm doing like my kind of like affirmations to myself. Is I always, I always, I am. I am this. I am that. It's always like I am. I am. I am. Yeah. And it it makes me feel. As if I'm doing something without really doing anything, but we all know that everything is energy, so I am doing something. I'm pulling those ideas to me. Yeah. 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 I like that. Pulling, and I've been, it's funny, during my jogs, I say that too, because sometimes I get tired, and, you know, I say that, you know, the you bright and full of energy, yeah. Yeah, but I'm also saying that the, you know, I go with the universe, and it's pulling me towards it, and just... I'm a magnet for, for this or that. And I say it's, you know, pulling me to, to step, you know, take those extra steps as well. But uh, we, we love that. So we recognize the negative programming. We replace it with positive programming. We make it real because we make it powerful with the feeling. And we keep it in the present. But the other part is repeat. Right. And the repeat. And I said, you know, Hebb's law, Donald Hebb used to say this, that nerve cells that, uh, neurons rather, that fire together, wire together. That I keep doing certain things in a certain pattern, and as I keep doing these things, they become part of my life. What real learning is, you know, it's funny, there's certain times I I, uh, open my windows and I leave my house. Now, I realize that I have this you know, whole pattern of doing things. I, every day I've done it. I you know, take my keys and, and now my mask. I open my window. I turn my uh, air conditioner off. And I realized, oh, God, I don't remember opening that window. <laughs> and I came back the night, and sure enough, it was open. Now, I didn't remember doing it, but it was something that I had practiced and done so much that it was just a part of my behavior. Mm-hmm. And what happened is real habits... When I learn something, when I really, really learn something and it's a habit, what happens is the body learns how to do something better than the mind. Yep. Because I'm not thinking about it, I'm just doing it. So these steps that we talk about, when you first start to recognize, you know, the bad the, the negative, replace it, making it real, these things are might be hard. But what happens is as I repeat and they become a regular part of my life, look, I'll, I'll just say this. I'll mention jogging one more time. <laughs> if you love it so much, why don't you marry it? <laughs> you might. I, I might do that. Yeah, we don't want to, we're not going to talk about the feet. But, um, but when I first started, it was just difficult. And I started doing little things over and over again. And all of a sudden, those little things could go a little bit further because I've repeated the process. So I want to say that if you're looking for a better life right now, uh, and you said, hey, I've tried this manifesting thing you know, today and it didn't work. I've tried it for this week and it doesn't work. That I just dare you, I challenge you, I beseech you. Uh, beseech to, you? Beseech. We haven't, I haven't, I don't hear beseech a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. I haven't been be, be such, be, I don't know how to contact Besot? Yeah, besot, yeah. Besuit? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but just to keep on trying and whatever it is in life, whatever it is that you want to be, keep on keeping on, keep on repeating what you want. And it will come to you. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Well, thank you, Jay, for your cosmic insights this week. 
Um, we will be right back with Jada, our guest of this week. Ooh, the helper. We have a, uh, our first guest actually with us today. First guest together, yes. yes. We have oh Jada, God. the helper from Miracle Trip World, MiracleTripWorld.com. How you doing, hon? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being yeah. here. So excited. So it was a little serendipitous, like, uh, how I met you. I was actually on a date. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I was on a date with this guy. <laughs> Um, and, uh, we won't talk about it, but, but we actually were at Mel's in Santa Monica. Right. And I just saw you over here with your laptop and you were doing like car and your cards blew like yeah. all over the floor. <laughs> and I was like, she's doing tarot over there. I get, I have to talk to her. <laughs> so, you know, we just started talking and stuff and, and I was like, come on a show sometime. And, and here we are. It's so funny because it's like. I didn't realize until this very moment that you were the two guys from the date. Like, that it's a Oh, date. no, 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 we, we, oh. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like... No, oh. no, no. I'm that guy, but... but yeah. that, that's right. Not, I, I haven't been to nails in years, so... Oh, no. Oh. Sorry, guys. We're, we're besties. No, it's no problem. We're besties, no. yeah. Yeah, oh. I, I've known this is my best friend for like 13 years, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah guys, my tarot cards were flying around the wind wanting <laughs> us to meet, and... They did, they did. That's how that happened. Yeah, totally. Well, thank Turn. you again for being here. My pleasure. And it melts, of all places. Yes. Nice. That used to be a, um, a Western Dental... No way. Yeah, it was. I went in there Wait. asking about free x-rays with my medical like a few years before. <laughs> Wait, are you talking in Santa Monica? Dim- <laughs> in another dimension, I was in there. Wait, is it on uh, Lincoln? Yeah. The Western Dental is gone? Right when you get off the freeway? Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's Mel's That's a now. Mel's now. I am I'm totally caught up now. I did not know that. Right. That's where I met this one. Oh. Yeah, I go there like... Actually, I love that place. I've been there several times. And I, I went there before even, like, the pandemic happened, before mm-hmm. they kind of shut down everything. So that was the first place I went when they reopened. And I was like, I have to go there. And it was actually on that date that I met you. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, how did you get started doing tarot? Oh, my goodness. You know, I had a friend who's very eccentric. She was my soul sister. She had a deck of cards once. And... I picked a card and it said some creepy shit to me. And I was like, whoa, how did you know? How did you know? I only picked one card and it was like mommy, daddy issues. I was like, whoa. And so after that, I was like, there's something to this. I'm going to um, do my yeah. due diligence here. Right. And that's what happened. I mean, it took it kept visiting me throughout my lifetime. It wasn't like I just immediately went to the tarot. It kept chasing me like right. hello sometimes hello. they follow you and i was like okay who are you <laughs> <laughs> eventually we met up and we have a baby now right <laughs> oh. um where did you grow up um i'm from baldwin hills um i'm originally from indianapolis indiana but i grew up in baldwin hills it's been my home nice and i love it there it's uh black beverly hills right side 
I I used to live. Do you know where uh, Southridge is? Do you know where Northridge is? Yes. I used to live on uh, t- pretty much on Southridge and Northridge up there over by Overhill. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know there was a Southridge side of the Northridge. And Northridge and Southridge, do they cross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. dope. Okay. Yeah. The old Ray Charles house. Hey. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? I'm learning shit every day. Right. <laughs> uh, um, so when did you... So you do like an online right? Yes. So you do like live online. How does that work? I know this is kind of like okay, a new well, thing that people are doing. For me, I take on tarot. If you can, you want to get a in-person tarot, that's fine. But right. we can also do it pre-recorded. You know, I don't necessarily need you to be there because tarot is energetic. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm reading your energy. When I think about you, even if I didn't have your name, I'm like that guy. Right. Like mm-hmm. I can pick up energy from you. That's you know, it's, it's amazing. And you know what else? In the last few days, everything that I've been watching, while I'm watching it on Netflix, the music or the conversations around me are directly related to whatever scene is happening. It's amazing. So, <laughs> like, I'm hap- I'm having a very surreal thing happening here. Right. Awesome. I, something happened to me the other day where I had actually kind of... I was a fly on the wall for a conversation that was happening outside of my window. <laughs> I, I was texting you at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, but it, I knew just kind of instinctually that I, like, had to hear what, what was actually happening. And they were talking about, like, some pretty serious topics and things. So, but I knew they also, like, related to what I was doing. Right. Like, so I was like, I knew I was supposed to listen to this conversation, even though it's kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes it's meant for you. Right. Like, the things that come into your perception it is definitely for you. Yeah. There's no... Actually, everything that comes into your perception is right. for you. And you need to take that into... You need to become present in your perceiving the perception. Right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> present in the perceiving of the perception. I like that. Right? So, the helper. I, I love that name. I'm the helper. How did, that, how did this come about? I'm... I'm because I'm helpful, and people think that I'm always helpful. I'm, I mean, if you want to move, I'll help you move. Like, yes. if you, I'm that friend, you know, yes. whatever you need, I'm here for it. Um, cool. You need. At one point, I was doing tarot for free because it was just like I had a issue with God. Like, how can I charge people for my gift? I was like all overwhelmed about it, and then. I start getting tarot readings that from people who didn't even know I was a tarot reader telling me that I have to start charging for tarot. I was like, whoa, that's creepy. Yeah. So now I was like, it's my job. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. super cool. They were telling me, this is how you, God is trying to give you a way to feed yourself and you're yeah. acting holier than thou. <laughs> yeah. This is your gift and we give you gifts so that you can use them to take care of yourself right. also it's energy exchange right so this person wants energy from you and you should give them energy but they they should also give you something too right, you know? right. so that's how that works so here we are here right. we are <laughs> um did you want to get into some readings sure Let's why not it was, like, you do you first uh me first i guess first Oh shit! Dun dun dun! It's going down, y'all. Yes. She goes into her bag of goodies. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't oh, even... shit! The weed container. 
right? Okay, this is my favorite from the book because it's just you just need. I don't. I, I saw these on your video. These are cute. my favorites. They were a gift. The, they're very like interesting. If I know we, it's not a very visual <coughs> format, but these are like 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 sketches. They're almost the like black visuals and white are just oh yeah. They let me tell you the first time I opened this box, I was sitting in a park in my neighborhood with the person who bought them for me, and oh, the person who bought them for me was looking at me, and there became a a, a red bird behind him. And it would not let him look at it. It was like, <laughs> I kept looking at the bird and I'm like, look, there's a beautiful bright red bird. And then he kept looking and it would go this way and then that way. <laughs> and he would never get to look at it. And then I was like, hmm. So I Googled the bird. And then I was like, whoa. And then something about this, I was like, let me do a tarot reading for you. So I pulled a card and the first card I pulled had, it was the uh, Daughter of Fire. And the picture of the daughter of fire was of a woman, a young woman from the Maasai tribe of Kenya. And I Googled what that meant. I Googled her because I wanted to know more about the tribe and because it was on the picture. And Mm -hmm. um, they paint themselves in a bright red. And it was crazy. Like I screenshot the picture because she looked just like the bird. And I'm like... Somewhere that girl and the conversation me and that person I was in front of were having was about if you would come back as anything, what would you come back as? So I knew in that moment that that bird used to be a woman in the Maasai tribe. It was crazy. Like, that's it was like she told me it was like she was a part of our conversation. Like, if I was going to come back as anything, I'm back as this bird. Like, check me out. <laughs> you know, it was this. It was beautiful and so this intense. Is, this this book, uh, this tarot deck is called the New Era Elements Tarot. Yeah, check it out, Eleanor Piper, PhD. Yeah. Okay, we got Doctor Quality um, Tarot here happening. Okay, Doctor Piper. I'm not the doctor, but we're gonna <laughs> use her deck. How about that? You're a doctor to us, right? Shameless <laughs> fuck. I am a healer. You know, I'm the helper. I'm here to help. And as a healer, as a helper, I'm here to facilitate. I'm here to basically a healer. Real healers are just coaches. We're not coaches. We're cheerleaders. Right. Um. So mm-hmm. we're here to help you heal yourself. Mm-hmm. God gave you everything that you need to heal yourself, and you don't have that belief sometimes that you can do that. So we. Hey, cheer you on and remind you of how awesome you are and what it is that you've been given that can help generate you. We pull out those old parts of yourself and we look at them and we're like, yeah, we look, that's ugly. That was ugly. We look at it together and that was bad, whatever they did. Okay. But from this point, I know that you have the strength to do it yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just here with you. Because I've done it too. Right. And I didn't have anybody to do to tell me I had some you know, I didn't have anybody to cheer me along, but hey, I'm here for you because I would have loved somebody to be yeah. like, Hey, this is the right way to go. Right. You're going in the right way and if you keep going, the light is bright and beautiful and warm. Right. And I would be like, Oh, that w- that's sometimes that's what you need. So that's what I'm here for. Totally. So that's a little too soon on healing and what I feel like is really happening there because God makes no mistakes. 
and everything. And let me just leave you with this because I, you have to bless your podcast. Everything that has ever happened to you has been a gift and a tool in your bag. And if you look at it and see what it is that how how this hurt me and not necessarily look at how it hurt you but now that i've had this in my bag i'm different from other people Mm -hmm. and i know how to handle this this is a tool and the world is waiting for you to use that okay so now that you've been given this pain and you've given you've acquired tools that have come from this pain you need to share that with people because people, we're, the whole world's waiting for it. Look at our society right now. Right. Everybody's supposed to wake up. Lionsgate was 8-8. That was how many days ago? <laughs> we just talking about, about that. That was how many days ago? So everybody activate. I don't have time for this, okay? <laughs> Act like you know. That's why I'm talking to you. I'm talking to everybody on this podcast like you're already woke because I expect you to be. Right. I really do. If I come here and I'm talking to you, don't play. This is what time it is. Right. So, amen. Ashe, namaste, whatever it is you believe in. Let's go. Church. Okay. So, let's see. Ooh. So, the first cutout is the Megas. I don't know. If that was probably too so loud. Is like a, like, a, like a general reading? Yeah, I just pulled a card. I don't know what. Oh. But this is an amazing card, okay? This is the Magus. This is the Magician. This is mm. number one. This is Head Honcho Umuro Uno. This is, <laughs> I have every trick in my bag, and I have everything that I need to succeed. This is, this is, I have the love, the compassion. I have the skill, the determination, the network. I have everything I need to succeed, baby. Here I come. Wow. That is what that is. So, this is abundance. This is, I put this for you. I know, I know. And I'm, I'm getting kind of chills, <laughs> too, because, number one, I saw the word Magus uh, uh, just recently. Like, I think earlier today when I was scrolling through music stuff. But, number two... Uh, we were talking about before that I do this. I always talk about my jogging. I hated cardio. I jog all the time now. And I, the, what you just said is the things that fill my mind with. Like, I have everything to succeed. My past is beautiful. My past is beautiful because it helps me. So, this right. is wonderful confirmation. Right. And it's just, I'm getting kind of chills because, like, this is what, all while I'm jogging, the stuff that I tell myself. So, let me tell you this. Before I did this shroom on the beach with my friend. <laughs> I just told him we were having a conversation about how when I exercise because he checks me out on I post videos of me I'm also doing Miracle Drip Fit it will be coming to you soon but um when I exercise it's not a physical activity it's a mental activity Mm. because this is my mental taking ownership of my body you are my bitch like you do what I say not what anybody else says I'm in charge of you I run you. We make decisions here. We sit and get real right here in this space right here. I run you. And sometimes you have to get with yourself and know who's boss. You let the world... People don't even get that. That you have to run... Your mind has to run your body. We are creatures of habit. And so there's habits that are inside of our DNA that want to express themselves. So, yes, you have 
hunger and you have horniness and you have all these different thirsts of the body that not doesn't necessarily go with the mind at the time. The mind is not wanting that. Mm-hmm. But the mind is in charge because the mind knows where the heart wants. Mm-hmm. So it's the compromising zone. So you have to understand who um who the hierarchy here is. This is an act of hierarchy. So mm-hmm. when I exercise, this is me telling, hey, this is a mental exercise. You ready? Yeah. You're my bitch for the next 30 minutes, body. <laughs> for the next 30 minutes, you're mine and we're going to work. Right. And I know how to drill sergeant my body, but it's, it's really about the fact that of mental ownershiping my body. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing because we want things. We want... We want things that are outside of discipline. Yes. And we need to self-discipline ourselves. We need to make put rules and boundaries and expectations on our own self. And we need to actualize that. And be the mayor, the governor, the president of our body. Be sovereign. To be um, sovereign. To really be sovereign. To make your own fucking rules. To understand that you <laughs> rule this. You know, you have to own it. And you can't give it up to anybody. How can you share your love and sexual pleasure if you don't even know your own? You can't rule your own self. You can't (laughs) grab your own kahunas and make yourself do what you need to do when you need to do it. Then if you can't do that, then who are you to share love? Your love is whack anyway. Wow. You know what I mean? You know what I call it when I I start jogging? I say every single time, it's time to retrain my brain. And that's what yes. I call it. I'm, like you, you say discipline, but for me, I like things that rhyme sometimes. So just retrain the brain because I've learned some kind of crazy things and some things that no longer serve me. And it's like, wow, I get this. And I always tell myself I'm grateful for this opportunity to get to retrain my brain. Yes. Yeah. Like we, that's what makes us different from animals. <laughs> there is no other difference besides the fact that we can make these cognitive decisions. So if we act based off instincts, I'm hungry, I'm horny, then we are animals, okay? If you don't have second, third, fourth thought about your actions, then you're an animal. If you're just purely moving off instinct, you're a fucking animal. It's time to give way to your consciousness and let yourself be enlightened. Get into that purple. Get into that purple zone. You know what I mean? I celebrate the red. We're not hating on the red. Because that's, you know, that's the sacral energy and we're in california <clears throat> that was also part of the conversation is that um mount shasta is a root chakra of the earth the earth has chakras oh. and the mount shasta is the sacral chakra, the root chakra of the earth so i was thinking maybe i should have sex there <laughs> like, i don't know like that would be like Opening it up or something. I don't know, but... Have sex anywhere during a pandemic. (laughs) Why is Sahara out here these days? But Sahara's beautiful. We do have a little bit of a a time schedule. Oh, sorry. So, yes. um, As much as I was enjoying that. (laughs) You are the Magus. And you have both the skill that you need, the love that you need, the material possessions that you need, and the wit. To manifest whatever it is that you want. Oh my God, that I, those are, I just, I'm just getting killed <laughs> because that is what are things surrounded around love. That's what I've started to say to myself. Also, that I'm sufficient in myself. I have all the love that I need. The universe, 
uh, takes care of me, you know, is conspiring on my behalf. Whatever wow. you want. Wow. Like, I mean, physically has Botox symbols in here. So physically, <laughs> you can look however you want. It has stock market symbols in here. You can reach whatever pinnacle of your ideal of success. It has Fox and, and, and CNN here. So the network of people you want to hang around, all this stuff is at the... It's a frequency away. How about that? Wow. A frequency away. Tap in. Nice. Tap in. I. Oh my God! You are the helper. Okay, I'm trying to help you, baby. I'm just trying to. You're help. not trying. You are doing. Ooh, there's Ooh. your card. There's your card. Yeah, but, oh, they don't even. They don't let me do nothing. Okay. Oh my goodness. So. Oh, I'm so excited. Repletion. The ten of water. There is no more. There's like, this is the, whew, this is the oasis in the, this is the peak of emotional bliss. This is you being in a comfort zone. This is you being in your shush. Right. So whatever you're in is your shush. This is your <laughs> shit, okay? Like, I've come. Like, you know? So this is your zone. Yeah. Whatever this is, I don't know if it's because it's media is your shush or if it's the spiritual talk that's your shush, but oh. whatever it is, <laughs> you've reached your shush of like, I feel good, you know, and I have the, the 10, there's no, there's no more, there's no passing that. Right. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's the completion. That's it. It's it. But this also has like a, a, a male symbol. Oh, that is um like a little like male symbol. Yeah. Does that mean just like it's a masculine kind of energy or this is what is this? This is, is Pisces. Okay. This is Mars and Pisces. Oh. Okay. So this is Pisces energy being aggressive. Oh. This is uh Pisces energy knowing what it wants. And Pisces is very like does not know what it wants all the time. I know, but so, but but Pisces is like if you let a Pisces make up their mind, <laughs> oh my god, I don't know, I don't live in it's out of this world. I love that Rihanna's a Pisces. She oh. is a Pisces. Okay, let her rule yeah. the world. Okay, let that. her get aggressive. <laughs> I see that. Okay, yeah, happy. Right. <laughs> right? Everybody's happy. When I'm happy, everybody's happy. How about that? That's the kind of vibe I feel here. Like, right. That's cool. But I feel like you're creating that. Yeah. That energy we just talked about, we just shared, you got that. I'm creating Rihanna energy. Yes! On the podcast, yes. bro! Yes. Tap in! I love that. You should just Tap tell um, Rihanna, like, hey, I'm over here making, like, spinoff energy. I'm Demi, Demi God, like, you know. Hollered. <laughs> so much fun. Like, um, you have your own zone at this point, like... I definitely feel that for myself. Like, I, I don't know if I told you this, but I, I actually started this podcast, like, from what an astrologer told me. <laughs> Dope! For the most part, like, I already had the idea and everything kind of spinning around, but she was the one that kind of, like, pointed me in the direction of, like, what I needed to go. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense then. So it was more the kind of, like, that directed kind of... Uh, Pisces energy that I, I feel <coughs> I got from that. <laughs> I don't want you guys to fear 
me coffee. I know we're going through a pandemic. I'm I literally am in quarantine 24 hours. <laughs> Today is my most adventurous day. So if anything, I'm reacting to the world <laughs> because I don't never come outside. Right. So um, we don't fear it, and I, I think you know I, I don't like to live in fear. I mean, pr- pr- you know, protect myself, but I don't live in fear. But it's funny, you know. I thought about it because I was having a thought when you coughed. Yeah, and <laughs> so I'm like, I was, let so me. I was, so Let I me was, soothe the thought with my no, no, garbage. I was having, I'm always trying to save everything. No, I was thinking something, and I and then you coughed after I was thinking something. I was actually thinking about getting a tattoo. I looked at Demi's tattoo. <laughs> and I was thinking about getting my, my. I'm a Gemini. My brain's like oh, you know everywhere. Oh, massage. Oh, nice. Let's go together. Twelve fourteen. Eleven twenty six. Oh, I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> Tried to guess. Yeah. Okay. Five twenty five. But uh, I was thinking about getting a tattoo, and then you called, so maybe I should, maybe I should think about getting a tattoo. Confirmation. T- if I got a tattoo, you know what it would be? What? Uh, Roman numeral two. Why? Uh, because I'm named after my father, so I'm the second. Mm-hmm. And, it's symbol. and it's a Gemini symbol. Right. So it would be a number two with a, dum- a double entendre, right. number two. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always told myself, if I ever got a tattoo, that's what I would get. My advice to you is that if you want to be in love, Make everyone fall in love with your ugly twin first. Oh my! Oh my my! The guy I'm dating right that's, now. That's the guy I'm dating idea. right now is a Gemini. Ooh. I've been dating him for years, but people don't understand the complexity of Gemini. I think it's tantalizing, and I feel like a like a voyager kind of person, <laughs> like trying to conquest them or something. But um. Yeah, you need to fall in love with both twins if you want to be with a Gemini. Yep. Ooh. And you might as well start with the harder problems first. So. See, I'm fall. a Virgo, but I'm a Gemini. I love Virgos. My mom's a Virgo. <laughs> with Virgos, I just feel free. I feel like you would never hurt me because Virgos don't want drama, Mm-mm. so they don't want <laughs> they don't want no problems, and so they not gonna do nothing to you. They're not gonna do anything to you. They're like, hey, I'm normal. Are you normal? Okay, we're safe. And so for me, whenever I'm around Jim and I'm like, oh God, finally somebody's gonna be normal and I don't have to worry that they're gonna freak out and do some Texas chainsaw mask and shit or they're gonna try to date rape me. Like they respect, they understand karma. They don't want mm. any parts of any of that spiritual, mental, emotional, they want no parts of negativity. Right. And I'm here for that. I'm fucking here for Virgos. Right. I'm. You guys are epitome of my. This is an experience for me too. Now, now <laughs> this is an experience for me because Gemini and Virgo is a thing for me. Wow, I love that. That's a thing for me. Well, this was definitely meant to be. Thank you so much for having yeah. me here. Yeah, where can, where can our listeners follow you? Oh, you. you guys can follow me. I'm Miracle Drip World. You can find me everywhere through that name. <laughs> That's MiracleDrip.com, MiracleDripWorld.com. You can find that on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Like me up. If you show me too much attention, I'll give you a free reading. <laughs> <laughs> but but we also like paid readings, right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, honestly... I'm going to tell you a secret. I prefer free readings because I, the universe owes me. And what the universe has to give to me is way more than your little dollars. So mm. at, I will take a universal owe me <laughs> over your little $25, $30, $40 any day. So actually, I do prefer uh, giving away my talents. It makes me feel more like I'm 
I don't have to worry about if I'm doing the right thing or not. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel my tribal thing just, it's right. It's right. right. It says well, yes. I will put links to the description for all of your social media handles and everything on there. Thank you again for joining Thank us you today. So Thank much. you. Thank you. Um, Thank we'll you. be right back with some more stuff. Be Yay. right back. are back and we have reached the end of our episode uh, here but before we go we're going to leave you with uh, a quote I found a quote uh, about tarot that I I forgot to mention when Jada was here but um, it says tarot helps us look within ourselves to understand our emotions the reasoning behind our words and conduct and the source of our conflicts and that is by Benabel Wen Um, so we're also going to leave us off with our gratitude list of the week why don't you start I will start Let's get it started. Um, MC Hammer song. Uh, so, I was thinking pink. Oh. Get this party started on a Saturday night. Yes. Yep. Yes. So, okay. So, what am I grateful for? I am grateful. I'm grateful for the sunny weather. I know a lot of people around LA are like, oh, it's so hot. It's so this. It's so that. I love it. Bring the heat on. Don't bring the cold on. Bring this, this warm, awesome weather on. Uh, I'm happy for... Uh, a goal, and I've talked about that enough, so I'll change it. <laughs> it's like, can we stop talking about that? I'm grateful for uh, just what I've been able to do in music and what I'm learning in music. Mm-hmm. Really grateful. And I'm grateful that yesterday, they're now looking back, there were a couple of roadblocks, disappointments, some big, some small, where I had a choice and I chose to be healthy. And I realized that now I'm grateful for the the ability of choice right now. That I actually have the choice of whether I'm going to be crazy or mad or hold on to something or how much something is uh, going to let bother me. I, I'll just say this too. I, I just spilled or made some coffee. And I spilled all but like a half an <laughs> ounce of it. And part of me, my eyes went, oh. And then I started thinking, oh, just clean it up. Yeah, so it's just coffee. Yeah, it's just coffee. <laughs> I'm actually gonna second your your last one there for the ability of choice. Um, I've had opportunities this week to get into some mischief, and I chose not to. Ooh. And this is growth for me <laughs> because I never balk at, at good old mischief. But but uh, I I've just I've realized that I'm in a different place now, and mm-hmm. and I I don't need to like constantly be. Uh, inflicting that upon myself just for whatever reason. Making um, a mess just to clean it up. Making a mess just to clean it up, exactly. Um, so, choices for sure. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, like, we've had a gorgeous fucking weather. Um, I will say, however, I do live on the east side <laughs> and uh, it is a bit hotter than it is over here on True. the west side. True. Um, so, this morning I, I woke up at like noon and, and all my windows were open and it was hotter, the air that was coming in, than it was air inside. So I had to close all the windows. Um, but, you know, what could we complain? It's, it's Southern California. Yeah. It's the most beautiful place in the world, yes. as far as I'm concerned. Um, and then also just, uh, I'm grateful for my friends and family. And, uh, my mom, obviously, is, is, it's her birthday today, by the way. It is oh! her birthday today. Yeah. 
I FaceTimed her this afternoon and I said I sang her happy birthday. Um, but I think this week we're actually gonna have have a, a beach day because she she said that she wanted to do that. Um, actually, I'm gonna have a few beach days this week. It seems <laughs> with my mom, uh, my best friend Brittany. Her birthday's on the 19th, so happy birthday, Brittany, too. Um, and then uh, I also had another. Uh, I wanted to go hang out with my friend Namid, with my new friend Namid, this week as well at the beach. So I might go to the beach three times this week. Wow, <laughs> you're beaching it. Yeah. It will definitely happy birthday to Demi's mom. Yeah, happy birthday, mom. Um, well, that's pretty much it for this week. Um, what have we got? Oh, but social media. Follow us on social media. I'm Dimitri Wild on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Jay Maceo on uh, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, Facebook, all the things. <laughs> yes. Um, don't forget to rate and subscribe if you like this week's episode as well. And if you are a fan of this show and you would like to support, uh, please uh, feel free to open us on Patreon or to become a patron on Patreon. I did change everything on there as well for to reflect both of us. Nice. Um, okay. And then I also. I change it all to just donation based. So like however much you want to donate, it could be a dollar, it could be a hundred dollars, hundred thousand, hundred thousand dollars, whatever you want. Um, but it's all donation based, whatever you feel comfortable with. I know it's also a very difficult time for a lot of people financially, yeah. Yeah. but we just do this as a labor of love. And if you love it and if you find, uh, something beneficial from this, feel free to give us a dollar. We'll, we'll, we'll take that dollar. We and, will and we take will it. be thankful for it. Yes. <laughs> Um, well, that's pretty much it. As always, everybody, thanks for listening. And uh, Godspeed, Godspeed Star Seeds. Star Seeds.